0: But no, the greatest statement my father always told me is never forget where you come from. I see a lot of people that come from where we come from and then when they get big time, they forget. See, I realize and I still understand that I've been lucky for a long time. And if you disrespect the luck, the luck will leave you.
1: it's monday at 11 o'clock Chaz Palmentary show uh so many things we have a, a big guest and when i say big i mean big and i mean big uh but let's talk about the one-man show with a dot net. where am i john february 9th you're going to be in west palm beach florida at the Kravis performing arts center march 9th you're going to be in niagara falls at the avalon theater right March 23rd, you're going to be in New London, Connecticut at the Guard Arts Center. April 13th, you're going to be in Clarksburg, Virginia at the Robinson Grand Performing Arts Center. You like to uh, you, I, you like me to uh, uh, arrange a meeting with me? You can do it right on the website, chazparmitary.net. want to wish somebody a happy birthday, a happy anniversary, just all you got to do is go to chazparmitary.net. Now, my next guest. Oh, my God how big is this guy big but not only is he is he like when i say he's a great guy what he's done with his life i mean as an entrepreneur as a businessman as a father as one of the greatest basketball players that ever put on a jock strap i'm telling you this guy is um I, I, I When you talk about centers, I would say you got to put him in the top five. Could be the one of the most dominating centers that ever lived him, Will Chamberlain, of course. But just to mention his name, what of these other people, he told me he was through. Ladies and gentlemen, a great guy and uh, just a man that everybody loves. Men, women, everybody loves this guy. We got Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, It is really an honor to speak to you, Shaq. I got to tell
0: you. I want to say thank you. You don't know this, but you've helped me win a lot of championships. And let me explain. When I was playing, you know, you're under a lot of stress. And for me, I had to take myself away from the game. And every time I watch you, sir, perform, you do what you do. You've always took me away from basketball and helped me get into the character that you played especially when you play those Italian roles, sir, (laughs) one of the best. It's an honor to talk to you, brother. And I'm elated to talk to you today. I'm one of your biggest fans. You don't know that, but thank you for every time me watching on the screen, just, just making. Thank you so much, Jack.
1: I mean, Shaq. I gotta, I gotta, you know, I like to start out at the beginning and talk to you about your life a little bit. We're going to talk just a little while, but when did you know, and I always ask, professional baseball players, basketball players. I always ask a professional athlete because it's so special to be that. When did you know that you were going to be, you were going to play pro ball?
0: When did you know that this was it? I knew at the age of 15, but let me take you before that. I was a high-level juvenile delinquent, and my father was a drill sergeant, and I got disciplined very tough, and I'm glad he did it. Uh, He made me... He made me the man who I am today. But from age two to fifteen, see a lot of people use the term stepfather, but he was my father. So he entered wow. me in my mother's life at two years old, and he disciplined me from two till I became a young adult. But anyway, I wasted time learning to be a leader, and he instilled all the information in me like you got to be a leader, you got to be a leader, you got to be a leader. So I was messing around, hanging out with the wrong crowd failing in school, and then one time he uh, he told me that if I get another F, I was going to really be in trouble, right? So then I started playing sports. I was really good at football, really good at baseball, really good at basketball. And then one time I was trying to play, and there was a rule that said no pass, no play. And I failed. My team lost the championship. I let my team down. That's when I really started focusing on leadership. So then he came back and offered me another deal. He said, okay, if you get good grades, I'll take you to watch your favorite player, A guy by the name of Dr. J. So yeah. I, did, I did grade school, Bs and Cs. We get some Knicks tickets. We go to Madison Square Garden. Dr. J goes baseline, throws it down. The crowd goes crazy. It's like when the garden went crazy, it's like all the basketball energy guys went right. inside of me. And I looked at my father and I said, sir, I know what I want to do in real life. I want to be a professional basketball player. So from 15 to now, focus, belief. And then another moment that I knew I had to go pro is one time me and my mom was riding around San Antonio and my mom was just looking at houses. Right. Right. And I said to myself, I can be the one to get my mother a house. So like I always tell these young guys, especially ones that get in trouble. Make sure you have a higher motivation. My higher motivation was always my mother. She worked she worked fifty hours a day, uh, ironed our clothes, cooked us breakfast, and never complained, never had really anything to show for it. Like she would spend her her, her money on us. And wow. she the same clothes and wear the same raggedy shoes and have the same raggedy car. So when I knew I could Become professional athletes and make a little bit of money. That was the first thing I wanted to do, which is buy my mom a house. And that was the first thing I did. So, you know, the, the fact that my father was teaching me to be a leader, the fact that I could provide for my family, especially my mother, I knew I had to be a pro player at that point. Wow. Now, do you have uh, you have brothers and sisters? Yes, I have. Uh, I have two sisters. Well, one passed away, so I have one remaining sister and one brother. And one brother. And is your brother a ball player too? Is he a ball player? Uh, he played in high school. He played in college. But now, you know, um, uh, graduated from college. You, you know, he he didn't have much to do. So I look at him. And I said, if something happened to my mother, I'm putting these hands on you. So he just you know takes care of the family and you know he Good. does you know you know charitable stuff for me. And he, uh, he's also a high school basketball coach.
1: I mean, I I look at your career, Shaq. And there's so much I want to talk about basketball, but there's so much I want to talk about you as a man. I mean, I watch you, what you do as a man, and I go, this is the perfect example of a guy who came up from nothing and really just honed his craft as a, as a basketball player, but more as a man and as an entrepreneur who always kind of just does the right thing. and. And I could tell by just by the way you called me and I called you. You said, yeah, yeah, I'll do the podcast, yeah. I mean, you're a guy like action. Yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'm going to do that. Yes, I'll help these people. Yes, I'll do that. Your discipline and your uh, commitment to help people is
0: infectious.
1: It's just amazing, man.
0: Well, thank you. And not only that, I realized from two not two, let's just go from nine to 15, 16. I let my mother down a lot. Not to the point to where I was incarcerated or anything, but almost. And I could just see the sadness on her face. And now I know my mother's watching me at all times. I must and will always do the right thing. My my mother watches more TV than I do. And I would hate to have (laughs) a news program and see me get in trouble. So very conscious of what I do, very conscious about what I say. Every now and then I'll, I'll I'll go off the off the walls and you know say something crazy, but then I always get that call, baby. You shouldn't have did that, baby. You need to apologize, baby. Don't talk like that, baby. Everybody's watching you, so my mother is my higher power. I always have to make sure that I, you know, uh, uh, do honorable things because I, I don't want to feel like I'm disrespecting her.
1: No, why is it, Shaq? I, I, I mean, you're just. I mean, would you do, I mean, you do, it's almost like I'm embarrassed to say, and you made a fortune playing basketball. It's like you're making more money now than when
0: you played basketball. It's crazy. It, it is. And you know, I was, I was talking to some kids the other day and they was like, how's it feel to be rich? And I told them, I said, my definition of being rich is being able to buy my mother whatever she wants. That's it. Like I, uh, I'm blessed. I make a lot of money, but again, I always go back to the times where we didn't have anything. Like I I I can remember my mom, you know, switching her pants out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then just changing up the blouse to make it look different. So Wow. I bought my mom her first Louis Vuitton purse. She never liked stuff like that, but I I just bought her a first person and she was just she was just so amazing and just so happy. That right there, money can't buy that. Uh, you know, you can't buy
1: that, yeah, yeah. I know how you feel. I mean, I, I was the, you know, i I'm, when I, I didn't make it till I was 38, and then when I finally did, I, well, my sisters made it before me. They did very well, and then we all bought my parents a place, a house, and there's uh, nothing like that, you know. There's, I, I don't know, you know, it's a feeling. Here's these two, two people who took care of you. And, and and wiped your ass and now you're doing something for them and taking care yeah. of them you know so <laughs> uh to me I always found that to be like hey mom dad, this is for you you know and my, but not just me my two sisters too awesome. you know we all three of us did it and uh it's a real uh, uh it, it's 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 crazy you know they take care of you then you take care of them, and then your kids up t- up and take then you take care of them when they're older so it's Wow. I mean, I, I, I think about that. Do you get the ch- You get a chance, Shaq, when you see a young, talented basketball player and he's, you know, some of these guys, they just ruin their life. I don't know what the hell decisions they make. Do you try to mentor them and talk to them a
0: little bit? Every now and then. But, you know, everybody has a different path. Everybody, like, like for me, I, I kind of, I don't want to say I, I did it on my own, but I, I always had the common sense over here I always had over here, if I do this, I will really get in trouble. If I do this, my mother would be upset. So all those <laughs> ingredients, like, I, it, it just kept me on the right path. And then my father was really good at teaching me horror stories. So every athlete that got in trouble, I would get in trouble. And he would always say, if you do this, I'm going to kill you. So I, I knew not to do crazy <laughs> things. And then, like, 70% of all athletes, when they're done playing, go broke. So he really – he really made me focus on education and you know uh, financial literacy and you know things like that because after my after I got drafted in '92, I was I was making so much money. I was doing albums, I was doing movies. Not as good as an actor as you. Uh, my my famous film <laughs> is a movie called Kazam. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Kazam.
1: I, yeah. In fact, you did that with the young boy who was in Bronx Tale. Yes, I think. Yeah. We- yes. yes. yes.
0: Yeah, Francis, yeah. Francis Capra, that's correct. Francis Capra. So, you know, but my parents, like, they want what they want. So I would be making money and this and this, and I'd come home, and they'd be like, yeah, all that's fine, but uh, where's that college degree? So then I went back and got my bachelor's. And then, you know, after my bachelor's, I went and got my master's, and then I went and got my doctorate. Like, they they had bigger smiles for me. Wow. College degrees from uh, 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 bigger than when I brought the championship rings. Like, they were really, really happy about me, you know, um, uh, overdoing my education. Wow. That's,
1: I mean, but what you just said there, 70% go broke?
0: Yes, all athletes. But,
1: but how could that be? I mean, how could that be that, I, I don't I you know, you make
0: $30, $40 million. How could you? I To me, it's unbelievable how you could be broke. It's actually... It's actually easy. Let me explain. So, and when when I got to California, I was making a hundred for four. That's twenty five a year. So I used to get my checks up front. I'm not getting twenty five million. The government's taking fifty percent out. My check would only be twelve five. So a lot of guys, when you say I'm making thirty million, they right. actually out and spend thirty million. So a lot of times you have to have like you know financial literacy. So. If I, if I would have had it earlier, I'd, I'd probably have a, a little bit more money, but I did very well. Uh, when you grow up with an Army drill sergeant, you're programmed not to make the same mistakes twice. I uh, I spent a million dollars in 30 minutes, my first million-dollar check. Because, again, I thought it was a million dollars. <laughs> so what I did was I brought uh, a Mercedes Benz for myself for $150,000. You said to yourself, one million minus one fifty, you still got eight fifty left. I get yeah. home chess and my dad was like, Man, I like that car. And I was like, you know what? Get in. Went and brought him the same car. So now that's three hundred thousand. It's got seven hundred thousand left. So now we come home and then I can't leave my mom out, Chaz. I don't get out a hundred fifty thousand, but I get her over one for a hundred thousand. Wow. Wow. And then, you know, I got to get the jury and I got to get the sound system. And the right, lead. right, right, right. Yeah, I get a call from the bank manager the next day and he says, Shaq, uh, I know your father is, you know, talking about this, about the athletes that go broke. And he pulls out the bank statement. And I'm upset because, you know, you always hear these stories about how people steal money. So the first thing I asked the bank manager, I was like, who the fuck is FICA? FICA took $200,000 on my chair. Who the fuck is FICA? I, I, I don't know FICA. So, like i i didn't know like right see that so like when i received the when i told i was getting a million dollars in my head i had a million dollars but i didn't know nothing about income tax and fica and state taxes. yes so my check was only like 650 but i didn't know anything about that so like after after i spent that million i was like you know what i gotta get a financial advisor i gotta take it easy and i gotta start saving this money
1: yeah but see you you said all right i fucked up but Uh, let me not fuck up again Yes, you know and that that was the beauty of it now you're on and it's it's an incredible thing you're all over the place every time i see a commercial it's you and and i think the reason why being an actor and obviously in a director is that people look at you and they like you you see I want somebody who's well liked to represent my product. Men and women, both. So when men and women see you, when I told people, I said, Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm going to have Shaq. They, they went, Oh, I fucking love him. Oh, oh, Shaq. Oh, he's the best. Oh, I love him. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, Shaq. And I'm like, Fuck, man. And some of these people don't know you from basketball, some of them. They know you from, you know, Shaq on TV with the products. And I go, and I said to my producer, John, I said, that's why this guy's so successful. These people don't even know about basketball and they just love the guy because they trust you and they love you. they just, look, here's the bottom line. Some people are likable and some people are not. It doesn't mean they're not nice people. They just come off, they're just not likable. You look at them and you go, yeah, I mean I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I don't want to f- I don't want this guy in my living room. You know, I don't want him telling me anything. But you sell products and people go, "Yeah, that's cool, man. That's Shaq." You know, that Shaq said it's cool, it's cool. I mean, I see you do all these things, you know, the general and uh the
0: pizzas and
1: God almighty, it's like ha- Have really- you ever I- taken acting lessons, Shaq?
0: Yes, I have. And I wish I was as good as you. and oh, that's all right. Uh, and uh, hopefully we get to do a scene uh, this summer. We might do a scene in Gravesend yeah, together. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, let, let me tell you something. If I do that, I'm going to go into in a uh, trailer and, you know, cry after it. And I promise I will not make you look bad. I promise I got you No, back. you you won't make me look bad. Are you kidding me? But no, the greatest statement my father always told me is never forget where you come from. I see a lot of people that come yep. from where we come from. And then when they get big time, they forget. See, I realize and I still understand that I've been lucky for a long time. And if you disrespect the luck, the luck will leave you. So I don't step on people's toes. I don't act like I'm bigger than people. And I don't disrespect people. I've never done that. My parents raised me not to do that. I help those in need. You speak. I speak. I'm friendly. I don't judge. I don't get into politics. I don't pick on people. I like to bully the bully. And I'm just a nice guy. So I think when, you know, when you show that over a period of time, I think people get to, you know, become a little comfortable with you. And I never try to sell you a product that I don't believe in. I'm with the general insurance only because, and listen, me and you both can afford the fleet insurance, the big time, a thousand dollars a month. We can afford it. But when I was in college and I got my first car, almost lost that first car because I bought the car for 5000 cash. It was a Bronco, too. And I didn't know nothing. I'm 18 years old. I get the Pell Grant. I get 6000 for the Pell Grant. I spent 5000 on the car. I had 180,000 miles on it. And you know the guy had the car all cleaned up, and he was giving me the keys. And he was like, Shaq, you have insurance? And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, Shaq. He's like, Shaq, I love you. You're one of the greatest players at LSU. I can't let you drive off this lot without insurance. So now I'm like, what the hell is insurance? So he sent me to a place. Three hundred dollars a month, Chaz. I don't have that. Right, go to another place, two ninety-five. I don't have that. And then so I, I go back to the guy. I was like, "Hey, man, I can't get this car. I can't afford this insurance. So I'm gonna just wait it out." He's like, "No, go around the corner." I went, and it was the General, Chaz. My insurance was forty-two dollars a month, full coverage. Like you know, the, the you know the premium is cheap, but wow. I got the full coverage, inside out, full coverage for forty-two dollars a month. So. When it comes time to do the deal, I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people out there that can't afford the insurance that I can afford. I want to let them know that, hey, the general is there for you if you need quality insurance at a great price, and that's why I'm with the general.
1: Wow! Now, is it true? I, I remember knowing your career that you you had a sneaker deal, and but you were upset that sneakers were so expensive, and you wanted to sell your sneakers. Uh, for, you know, still same quality, but for less money.
0: Right. I had, a, I had a Reebok deal, and I was coming out the arena one day, and this lady was dragging her son. Thought she was coming to ask for an autograph, but she wasn't smiling, and she ripped me a new one. You mother... <laughs> la, 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 la. So I was like, listen, man, I don't make the prices. I got 2000 in my pocket. Go buy your son whatever you want. I don't want your money. I want somebody to make an affordable shoe. And I went home, and I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I would never ask my father for a pair of $100 shoes. I, I wouldn't even, because one, I know he don't have it. And right. two, I know he wouldn't get it. So I started my own line, which is called the uh, Shack line. And we did a deal with Walmart. And I was in 95. And ever since then, I sold about 250 million pairs. But now, uh, my, my company, Authentic Brands Group, we just purchased, purchased Reebok. So now, I'm a partial owner of Reebok, and I still got the Shack brand.
1: You're one of those guys, everything you touch turns to gold. It really does, I got to say. I, I,
0: but you I, do I, I, I it, say,
1: but you're smart, you know? You I looked at that everything. situation. You looked at the situation and said, you know what? If she wants, quite, she can't afford these shoes. There's other people that can't afford these shoes. I'm going to do this, and you sold millions of shoes. I mean, it's it's just great. It's just great. Because I
0: mean, be, being a high-level juvenile delinquent, it's not the kids don't want shoes that cost $29. They don't want shoes that look like they're $29. Right. So I get the same leather. I got top designers, and I give them good shoes. And not only that, it's a name they can trust. I'm not the number one player, but I'm not the number three player either. So when you go to, to Walmart, wow. go to all these places, and you see that name Shaq, you know that's the top name. Just like, for example, like when I'm watching a Italian movie, and I see Chaz, I know it's going to be a good movie. Period. Oh, uh, well, thanks, like, man. You know, Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I so I know that you know when they see the name, they know that it's going to be top of the I line. I
1: appreciate that. Now you're
0: in Georgia, right, Shaq? Yeah, my main house is in Georgia because we work for TNT with Charles Bark, who's also a big fan of yours. He told me to yellow. Uh, so we do. TNT. Oh, I love Charles. Yes, and he loves you too. We do. I T- love when you you two fight. I love it. Oh, you know what it is? It's like that. I. I never had a big brother, but if I did, I would want him to be Charles Barkley. Yeah, I love it. Because uh, I don't know how you guys do it on set, but sometimes you have to have those agreement. But as long as you don't break that respect, everything will go good. Every Everything right. will go good. So he's, he's, he says what's on his mind, I say what's on my mind, but we never, ever disrespect each other. So, again, I'm, I'm uh, Atlanta nine months out of the year, and then during the summer I try to – either Miami, Dallas, or Vegas.
1: Wow. Now, you were a DJ at one time, right? I'm still a DJ,
0: sir. You're still a DJ. DJ Diesel is what they call me. The
1: Diesel, that's right. I love that story that you told uh, when you said, oh, yeah, Stevie Wonder could see. And uh, when there you were on the show. story. I know. And you true were standing story. there, and he said, what's up, Diesel?
0: I saw <laughs> he just. I saw a story last night. Ray Parker Jr. told the story, and I hope I'm not misquoting it. He said one of the drummers was acting crazy with Stevie Wonder. So the drummer says, I want to fight Stevie, but I want to make it fair. And he put on a blindfold. And they said that Stevie Wonder whooped the dude's ass because the dude put on a <laughs> blindfold. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up because I don't want people to think this is my story. Ray Parker Jr. told that story. <laughs> and he whipped his ass. Yes.
1: Holy shit. Oh, that is funny. That is funny. Now, you're, you're um, so you got, you got a doctorate, uh, Shaq. You yes, are, you're I, a doctor.
0: Yes, I have a. Well, I don't have a PhD. I have an EDD. Same yes, thing in a, yeah. uh education. So the the reason why I got my master's is I used to go to meetings, Shaq, right, and they used to hey Shaq, hey Shaq, uh, uh, and then they used to turn away from me and talk directly to my representatives as if. I'm not the head of the family. You know what I right. mean? Because you know what? Watching your movies, I always took that concept and that's how I run my business. You know what I mean? I'm right. I'm him. And then I got boom, 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 boom. So,
1: right.
0: so you're in these meetings and you're talking to me, but then you look away and you talk to the number two. I found that disrespect when I was like, okay, these guys don't think I know business. So I went to the University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix tells me, oh, we're an online program. I tell them, I don't want to do it online. They say, well, we can't we can't do it unless you got 13 to 14 people in the classroom setting. I said, give me a week. 13, 14 of my friends, classroom setting. Took us four years to get the master's. Now, after I get my master's, my mother's crying her eyes out at the ceremony. Oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. You know, we don't have any doctors in the family. You know, I had to jump on that chest. Oh, wow. I, I had to jump on that. So, that's- yeah. So I'm the first, uh, I'm the first uh, EDD in the family. And as I was doing it, I'm also doing it for my children and children that watch me. Cause you know, you know, it's it's great to be successful in one field. Yes. What if that's suddenly taken away from us? Like you guys recently had a strike, right? So what if that's taken yes. away for a period of time, you have to have other things to fall back on.
1: Now, Shaq, I, I mean, it uh, was, you know, similar in a situation. I mean, I do I do all right. I do pretty well. You do, obviously, well, great. How do you look at your kids? Because I look at them and I go, you know, I, I, I want to leave them, obviously, okay. But sometimes as they grow up, I, but I make them know that money's hard. I tell them, no, you can't have that. That's too expensive. And I've said that at times. And they go, Dad, you know, I'm sure, I don't know if your kids do, but my, fa- my son will go, well, gee, dad, I I thought we could afford that. You can't afford that? And I say, no, don't pull that shit with me, I said. I could afford it, but it's too expensive to have at your age. You don't need, I remember when he was saying, you don't need a brand new Mercedes, your first car. Take it easy. I'll get you a Mercedes, but it's two years old. So When you do good in school and you get great grades, then I will. So I always based it on performance. You do great you get rewarded you do this you get rewarded but that's it and i i I worry about that sometimes you know
0: i'm 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 two different people with my my kids first i'm their friend and as their friend i tell them hey we ain't rich i'm rich (laughs) we ain't rich i'm rich and then i also tell them you know I, i give them like threatening things just to let them know in order for you to touch daddy's cheese you got to show me two degrees. But then wow. as a father, like like my mother and father used to give me like Mr. Miyagi type statements. Uh, one of my favorite statements is, is it could be worse. I have seven phenomenal children. Wow. I don't like to use the word perfect, but they don't give me any problems, Jazz. Wow. At all. I tell them to do something, they do it. A lot of people, you give me the compliment, man, your, your kids are raised so well. I know a lot of rich people's kids that have problems. Yeah. So, so sometimes I have to take it easy. So mm. I give it to them. Sometimes I don't. I give it to them. Sometimes I don't. My boys are mad at me because I treat my. I give my girls whatever they want. Like I know. Girls, I you know, know. My girls know. have whatever they want. So my boys like, why? Why come the girls get to get the Mercedes their first car? Because I, I feel like it. How about that? <laughs> How about that? But you know, I, I have good children, and you know they they uh, doing very well. Very very proud of them. God uh, bless. Are
1: any of <laughs> your children athletes?
0: Uh, my son, my son was in the G-, G League, but he had a heart ailment two years ago, so he's fighting to oh. get in the NBA. But uh, oh, I told okay. him uh, he needs to start focusing on business, so he's going to be my right hand man. I'm oh, gro- that's nice. I'm grooming him to to uh, you know take over the family business. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: take over the family business. Yes. It's not personal as business. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's nice, man. That's nice. Now, you're, I, I, you know what's amazing, Shaq? I have so many fans in the black community. It's amazing. Do you know Bronx Tale, that movie, has been in quotes and stuff? Because I, I, you know, I, I spoke to uh, Dr. Dre and and so many great people and Nas and The Weekend, it they use Bronx Hill in their
0: videos. It's amazing to me. It is amazing. And I, and is there a better? There a better. Cause I don't like. I don't want to disrespect anybody. Is there a better term than mafia movies? Like I want to say the the right term.
1: No, it's all right. Yeah. Okay. You like, can say we, that.
0: We, we we love mafia movies. I don't know why. Like, love them. Love them. First one I saw was Godfather. Because it, it, it teaches you about structure, teaches right. you about family, about loyalty and dignity. I've seen them all. I've seen them all. So again, I I've kind of base my business and base my, my organization not my friends, how we do things. Like I've like, you know, people people in my position have an entourage. I don't have an entourage. You got a position, brother. You're right. the of transportation. You're the main chef. You're the family. Like I so it, it, like and and then when I was playing and I had a bad game and I need to take my mind off the game, it was always Godfather one two three, 3, face like a man, Bronx Tale like it just yeah, and like you've always captivated me watching you like I always tell my peers like yo you you play you and Robert De Niro played the best dons i and and, and uh, Al Pacino played the best dons yeah. ever seen in my life. Well, that's
1: that's so nice, man. Thank you. You know Top Bronx three. Tale. I don't know if you know this. Bronx Tale is my life story. My real name is Colodero. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I'm the little boy in the movie. Oh, that's you. <laughs> that's me. Yes. And you were my uh, father. My father was a bus driver. Oh, my okay, mother so you Rosina were was. Yeah. My oh, father yeah, was yeah, a bus yeah. driver. Then yeah, I saw Sonny. Well, his name wasn't Sonny. Right. But I saw him kill a man right in front of me, just like the movie, exactly. For real. Yes. And I didn't rat on him. And I befriended him, and that's how my life started. My first 18 years was there in the neighborhood. It's amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that, brother. That, that, yeah, and my awful. father's
1: the one who said, the saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And yeah. he's the one, just like your dad helped you, my dad was the one who said, don't waste your life. Don't go fall in the street with these other guys. So you that was a,
0: that's what kept... You know it's a great movie when you go watch it 10, 15, 20 years later. I know. It, and you still get like I, I could. Matter of fact, I'm gonna go watch that movie tonight. I yes. Have. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: have. I promise sure you, I have. Yeah. So just so you, yeah, my real name. I was born Colodero Lorenzo Palminturi. Oh. You know. Nice, nice. Yeah. One of these days, you got to come and see the original one man show that Robert De Niro saw. That's how the movie got made. But I, I, I. We're getting to the time, but I have to ask you a couple of questions about basketball, I hope you don't mind. If you don't of feel course. like talking about it. Of you know, course. But I'm a big sports fanatic. I'm, I'm, you know, crazy, crazy. You know, people always go, Shaq, who is the greatest big man who ever lived? And, and I hear people say Bill Russell a lot. And Bill Russell, granted, you know, uh, national championship, gold medal, 11 championships, NBA. He was a great player. But I, I always go, he was on a, everybody on his team was a Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody. And uh, I always go, man. So I think he was a great center, but I don't think he was the greatest center. I think I, I, I think that you would have muscled Bill Russell completely. There was I, nobody like you in his day. Again,
0: I'm not I, I tri- saying anything I, against him. Yes, I try not to involve myself in these conversations because it's. I think it's kind of disrespectful to the guys who, that paved the way. I don't know. And
1: again, right. I, I don't want you. I don't want an answer from you. I'm just right. telling you how, how a fanatic sport fit, uh, fit. I always go, hey, you know, there's Will Chamberlain, there's uh, 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 you know, Kareem, there's Shaq.
0: You know, and, and, I mean, and, and, and it's you know it's what's all funny different. About those names. Remember the story I told about how I told my dad this is what I want to do. Right. Next day, outside, he was like, you need to develop a great move so you can be like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You're bigger and stronger than everybody. I want you to dominate people like Will Chamberlain. Don't let that little dude score on you. I want you to be able to block a shot like Bill Russell. From 14 to when I have got to college and high school, like he wow. would always say those three names. So now, to have my name mentioned with those guys, like – my father had passed away before I did my Hall of Fame speech. But right when I retired, we had a moment where we we're, were drinking vodka and smoking cigars. And he like he was a drill sergeant, like he was so tough. He didn't cry at his own mother's funeral. Like, that's how tough and hardcore he was. Yeah. Like, he hit in and like, he's like, all right, let's go. But he cried. He's like, man, thank you. I was like, thank you for what he said. Thank you for listening. It was wow. time and he just cried and like we were reminiscing. He's like, I wow. can't believe you're. And like, and like you know, he used the word that I would never use. He's like, I can't believe you're greater than Bill. I can't believe you're more dominant than, than Will Chamberlain. I can't believe you won, you know, almost as many championships for the Lakers. Like he was really, yeah. really crying and I had to calm him down. So the fact that I mentioned with those guys and the fact that I was able to do my mom and dad proud, that's good enough for me, Chad. That's like, good, I'm yeah. And that's, sm-
1: that's smart. It's all different eras. Right. You know? uh, one thing I got to say, it again, just a little bit about, I, I wanted to talk to you about you, that's why, but I have to ask you a little bit about basketball because I'm yes. such a fanatic. You know what? I get a little upset when people say, I love Jordan. To me, Jordan, okay, pound for pound, okay, the greatest. And then they mention LeBron. I got to tell you, I get a little annoyed because I got to put Kobe up
0: there. Yeah, you like know, I don't. I like, what people, happened to Kobe? You
1: forgot Kobe? Are you kidding yeah, me or like,
0: what? Like I don't like, like, I hear all these people talking. I'm like, bro, the conversation ain't complete unless you have all the documents. Like, right? yes, there's Mike, yes, there's LeBron, but you're missing page Kobe. Yes. You, you, like, yes. Like, until you put that page in, I, I don't want to, like, it, it doesn't I, matter who you pick. No matter right. who you pick. But I want to see three pages. Like, I don't want to just keep going to two pages. and. So then, you know, the other day I was like, should we add a Steph Curry page? Do we put him in there? I was like, no, either. So I but I know for a fact I I want to hear when you talk about the greatest ever, yeah. Kobe, LeBron, or Mike. You pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. To me, the greatest. Bon none. I
1: don't care what anybody says. I'll argue till I'm blue in the face. The greatest little man to me was AI. To me, yeah. Al uh, you know, Iverson. I mean, I love Nate Archibald. Uh, he was great. Uh, but AI to me is like, i would never seen anybody take over a game like that.
0: Yeah, you know? he, was, he was phenomenal.
1: Right. I mean, so, so many people, and it's just really an honor to talk to one of the greatest, really, one of the great, great players in the NBA history. But more than that, I, I, I honor you as a man of what you accomplished, and how much you give of yourself. You know, Muhammad Ali used to say, the service that you do in this world is the rent you pay to live on this earth. And you are the epitome of that, of helping people, being kind to people, but doing it in a way where it's not about you, it's about, hey man, I have all this, let me help. And I feel the same way, and I try to do the same thing. So I admire you as a man, I admire you as a player, and as a father. It's been an honor to speak to you, Shaq.
0: And I hope when I we I hope we meet on Graves End. Yes, we will meet on Graves End. And if something has to has to happen to me, I want it to be done by you, sir. You want it? Yes. Hey, imagine I me walking will.
1: around going, "I whacked Shaq." Yes, I please, whacked
0: please. Shaq. Look yeah, please. <laughs>